We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, this is Megan Rapino, And I'm Sue Bird. We've decided to turn our crazy IG live show into a podcast for your listening pleasure. Enjoy the show. A Touch More. New episodes of A Touch More drop Tuesday only on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to another episode of Hard Reads, guys. I'm TJ Breezy. This is Austin. We're going to talk about these subjects that we have on the docket today. It's uh, separating character and player hate again. We've talked about that before, but we're going to do it again. Uh, should the timer be lowered, the quarantine update, and then obviously the Q&A with me uh, and Austin, where I take the Twitter questions that you guys have been giving me on Twitter and uh, answer them live. So again, I'm TK. This is Austin. Austin, how are you doing? I'm good, man. Uh, doing pretty okay. It's beautiful outside. Wish I was out there, but it's a pretty great day. How you how you doing? It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Play some uh, play some Smash. You know what I'm saying? Um, just to get everything ready, and then I got the three talk shows for the day. So it's pretty fun. Just kind of marathoning through those mm. and whatnot. So uh yeah i mean other than that i haven't really been outside but i probably will go step outside between now and hard re or uh, well from now and real talk because well i definitely need some sunlight so yeah yeah um i don't know i guess other than that yeah man just, you know life has been chilling but uh smash has apparently not been chilling seeing that we are going through the same issues that we've been going through uh for quite some time this time uh the culprit was well sonic again so sonic is just no shot ruining online there's mad, mad videos coming up about it. You're Too Slow put a video out about why he decides to camp, and everyone's been eating that shit alive. Uh, what do you feel about it, man? I don't know, man. Like, what haven't we said? Uh, I think this comes down to the whole hating the player, not hate the character again kind of topic, which, you know, we just talked about. Uh, Sonic, 
Yeah, okay, so let's talk about Yuna Too Slow's tweet. How about that? So his tweet, for those that aren't aware, he tweeted out a video talking about how he thrives off of making others miserable uh, by playing, uh, you know, by playing very defensive. Even when he's losing, he plays defensive to try to get into their mental state to make them want to make an irrational decision, which, you know, play to win. I understand that's actually like a solid strategy to do. However, um, I saw I saw uh, Armada make a tweet that really resonated with me about it. Like, while, yes, you do play to win. His strategy is actually not even that good of a strategy. Like any good player would not fall for the bait. They would just, okay, if you want to run the clock, so will I. And then we both won't have fun, but then I'll win. So yeah, yeah, that was the, that was the biggest thing is that like, that was the biggest takeaway is that like somehow this dude, like, that's why I was like, all right, I get the example that you're trying to make, but honestly, a top player would have just camped you out as well. And then we would have had a super boring match. This guy was trying to rust the match and ended up losing because of that. Um, I even practiced that today. This guy, I was playing one of my viewers, and uh, he was by left, and I was ahead, but he was still running away. So after a while, I just stood in center stage and was just throwing soccer balls and sun salutations. Like, that's, you know, it's not my job to chase you down anymore if I'm winning. Uh, yeah. So, you know? I feel like just, th I that's, the, that's the nature of platform fighters, man. Like, it, you have so much freedom over your movement that you can actually create situations where you can avoid conflict where you can avoid combating your opponents uh you can't do that in like traditional 2d fighters because you could play campy you could you know be be in the back row trying to like throw projectiles and try to keep away from them but you're still at the threat of them like approaching you you have to you know guess correctly the you have the corner behind you which you don't want uh you're, you're more forced to fight and also the timer is way shorter so even if someone does time you out like in a traditional fighter from, mm -hmm. from you know camping out it doesn't feel as bad because that was only like a minute minute and a half where it is you know smash you could go on forever so i think there's just a lot of distaste people just dislike the act of camping and yeah. you know they'll, they'll they'll attack people based on it you know yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll i'm actually kind of annoyed though because i got on a couple of tweets that was like well he's playing to win and i was like are you not reading what i'm saying i'm not saying that like this isn't a valid play style and it's not effective because that's literally what I said at the top. I was like, play to win, you know, but don't expect people to be entertained. And then everyone's like, well, it's not about the entertainment factor. Yeah, I didn't say that either. I'm just saying that if you decide to come to this game with the intention of camping the shit out of all your opponents, don't be surprised when you don't have a fan base, you know, like don't be surprised when everyone's like, God, I hate when this guy gets on stream. Like, it's just, it, that's not what people want to see. We want to see exciting action. That's why, like, you know, big shout out to Best Nest though, because he's in the uh, chat right now. But that's why people like Best Nest have, like, you know, they've been growing and explode, uh, exploding and stuff because their gameplay is exciting to see. You know, regardless of oh, it's just Nest or whatever. Man, my man's creative with his uh, combos. That's why MKLeo is fun to watch. That's why Tweet can be fun to watch. Uh, you know, and and Mars is fun to watch, and Nairo is fun to watch because they like they keep the the game going along. They don't want to just sit in the back and frustrate their opponent they want to they want to just outplay their opponent they want to overwhelm their opponent and that is way more uh fun to watch than to watch someone sit on the other side of the stage and just play for lack of a better term like a dick just to make their opponent frustrated into doing mistakes so i don't know I, that's the style i want to play too i don't have the, i don't have that level of confidence to be able to like play uh all in your face and and you know force bad habits off of my aggression uh, but if I could, that's exactly how I would play. And it comes down to what do you want to gain out of the game, right? 
Uh, do you uh, do you have the will of the warrior, if you will, uh, and you want to win, and that's the only thing you care about? You don't care about how people perceive you. You don't care about building a fan base. Then yeah, you play to win, and that's exactly the strategy you want to do. But some people have different goals when they play. You know, like you know, look at Mango from Melee. Uh, he is a guy that likes to style. He, he wants to go in. He plays mad aggressive, and he'd rather do that than sometimes do the thing, the strategy that will win sometimes. And because of that, he's very popular because of it. And that's a very valid thing to do. Um, it, it just comes down to, like, like what do you care about? You can't, and like TK said, like, if, if, you, if you play lame or campy or whatever and people hate you for it, like, you, you have to take that. I don't, I'm not saying it's justified. I don't think the hate's justified. But since the beginning of time, like, any spectator sport, you know, like, people always boo the things that they don't, don't want to watch. You know, there's an audience for a reason. They're, they're there to, you know, sell tickets to get the views. So you can continue pursuing what you want to do. So, yeah. But, but the uh, player hate I, and the player I, character... I think that, I think that the, the hate, as long as I said, as long as it stays the character uh, hate, unless, like, I'm not, all right, this is the thing, though. So when I said that the other day, I'm not saying that, like, uh all people who play shitty characters are not shitty people. Like, that's not what I'm saying. Like, you could... Some people are also shitty people who also happen to be playing this game and they are playing a, a annoying character. Like, there are definitely people who would like to be just as annoying in real life as they are in the game. You know what I mean? But when 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 it's a person like DeBuzz, you know what I'm saying? When DeBuzz was playing super defensive and he wasn't, like, you know... There's nothing wrong with DeBuzz. He's a stand-up dude. But everyone was shitting on him. Like, his life... His life and his livelihood because of the way that he played the game, that's where I feel like it crosses the line. Now, if someone is out there, like, you know, he plays Sonic, but he also murders young baby seals. Like, yeah, that person's shitty. But, like, <laughs> you know, I mean, I just, but, like, if it's just a guy who likes Sonic and he plays Sonic, I, we shouldn't be hearing about, like, how his family should die in a fire and stuff like that. That's, that, that's not cool. That's not, I feel like that's, an, that's not a cool. different issue altogether. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I guess. <laughs> It's still player hate. I mean, you're basically yeah. directing that directly at the person instead of at the fact that they're playing that certain character like Sonics and stuff. And uh, and I'm sure that he's just, you know, I'm sure he's probably a nice kid, whatever. But he probably just likes Sonic. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's in his damn name. And it just says, I feel like everyone is just shitting on him. You know, people are probably trying to find a way to dox him and stuff. People are vindictive, man. So... And I think yeah. that's like social media sometimes just does that too. Like it, it makes you, if someone, someone of great renown latches onto one of your tweets, people are going to attack you, even though they don't know a single thing about you based on a small clip of your life. They, they have personified your entire life based around a minute long, two minute long clip, you know? So that's another issue altogether. So, Yeah uh well i mean as i said with character hate bro like i, I can <clears throat> preach about this all the time but it's probably not never going to change so we're just gonna go ahead and move on to our next subject uh should the timer be lowered short answer no uh because I, I i think that like i think that people will believe that that's going to promote fighting and i think that's just going to promote people to time out even faster uh so more games will go to time uh the reason why i feel like Fighting games can have low timers like that is because it's it's harder to camp in those games. You only have so many way, areas to go, uh, and there's so many ways to stop that too. Like you can definitely play a defensive care. I've seen Ryu's who only throw fireballs and show you people as they step uh, into you. But uh, there's chip damage, you know. 
Um, you're you can't avoid everything, and uh, sure you do big damage when you try to jump. So like those games are suited to be played under 99 seconds or 60 seconds or whatever, whatever. Smash, in my opinion, is not suited like that. If you give us a minute timer, that it sounds like people are going to run away for 50 seconds and try to win in the last 10. So I I don't see that. I don't see that being effective at all. Could it lower it down to maybe maybe six minutes? I don't know. Possibly. Seven minutes, I feel like, is a nice sweet spot. Three stocks, uh, seven minutes. But I, I just... I do not see anything changing but more timeouts if you lower the timer. The timer is such a like touchy subject because like in, in the end we need we need tests, we need data to be, you know to back up claims because right now it's all hypothesis. Mm-hmm. Um for instance, I I would think increasing the timer does nothing. Uh because right. I I feel like if the timer was 15 minutes, I don't think we'd ever see a timeout unless they were v- very extremely determined people out there but yeah, i mean that's what i'm saying though if you put the timer to 15 minutes and we see a timeout those people are that's trying a terrible to, game <laughs> like well those people are, are are intentionally trying to do such like mm-hmm. you are and you have too much time on your hand to spend 15 whole minutes running away from someone come on man yeah but like if you look at the timer now which is seven uh, sometimes eight but mostly seven uh when games do go to time Sometimes the players don't have that intention. And then it, as the timer lowers down, then they're like, oh, this might be a valid strategy now, you know? Like, say, yeah. like, you know, like, I've seen Pac-Man versus Wii Fit from Smash 4 all the time. And those sometimes went to time. And, it's, and neither player was trying to make the timer, you know, hit zero. They were just playing in a very defensive way. And that, that was their play style. It's not like they were trying to, you know, go for the timer scam until the timer started to hit you know, two minutes, a minute 30, and they still both had two stocks. And they're like, okay, this is actually valid now. Like, it's going to cause someone to have to play aggressive. But if yeah, you yeah. if you were to lower the timer uh, to six minutes or five minutes, uh, or even lower than that, like, it, all that's going to do is make the timer more, uh, more appetizing to, like, try to go for the timeout from the very beginning. And that should never be an optimum strat- optimal strategy. For anyone, oh, not at all. In any game, not like to all. go for the timeout from round start, like that should never be an optimal strategy. But the lower you you, the more you lower that timer, the more the bigger the chance of that actually happening. So yeah. I, I don't think it's gonna. I don't. It's it's not gonna decrease the amount of timeouts. It would only increase, in my opinion, the amount. And if you're trying to lower the timer because of games taking too long, then like it, you got to think about like what why are you lowering the timer. I think that's the big question. Are you lowering it because of timeouts? Are you lowering it to prevent campy play? Are you lowering it to make the tournaments run faster? Because I, I, I'm actually in the league of saying tournaments will last longer if you lower the timer because I think more timeouts will happen. But again, we need data. So Yeah, I mean, I, that's it's going to be a hard sell for quite some time to figure out if we ever, uh, you know, if we'll ever know what that was going on with that. And who's going to be the first TO to even try that? But it has to be at like some type of local, you know, like let's do three stocks, five minutes, you know, three stocks, four minutes or something. See what happens then. I also but, don't want, I don't know, rule, I don't want rule changes based on online tournaments. That's another thing. Like, I don't want like this. I don't want all these Sonics winning uh, when we eventually go back to offline that we make rule changes based on online results because they are doing stuff that does not work offline. I want that to be 100% clear. So, like, yeah. you know, they're, they're employing online strategies that like because of the nature of sonic and his spin dash 
you have to react to a lot of the stuff he does because he's so damn fast. And in an online environment where the minimum delay you'll see in Smash is 11 frames, which is ridiculous, um, you can't react. So that's why it's working so well. So in an offline environment, it's a completely different story. You will not be seeing Sonic's, you know, dominating. Besides, minus Ken. And that's only in Japan. I mean, every Ken, Ken yeah, comes I mean, in, Ken, he gets I mean, Supergirl Kales is doing well in, in her region, too. Mm -hmm. But yeah, for the most part, like, Wrath do, has done well. But he is not dominating by any means. Right. And uh, I, I don't even know Sonic's goes to offline tournaments. So um, we'll, we'll see. You know, maybe there's going to be a resurgence of... So, again, I don't think, as I said, I don't think Sonic is a super huge problem yet until top players start picking Sonic up to replicate what's going on like Agreed. they were doing with, with, with Bayo. Like, top players are picking Bayo up and, and playing her after, like, two days and were getting wins on people they couldn't get with their mains. So until we get to that point, you know, Sonic is whatever. Uh, and he's not the only person that, that is going for timeouts. So he's just the one that's getting the most prominence of timeouts as of late because of online, so... It's yeah. it's because a Sonic's getting into a top eight and no one's heard of the player before, so they're getting a little bit more hate for it. And also, they're treating Sonic like it's like you said, Bayonetta from Smash Four, like Meta Knight from Brawl, which is not the case whatsoever. Like I, I think people forget history a bit when it comes to you know broken characters, especially like in the offline environment. But yeah, yeah. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, BetOnline, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. From their online casino to esports to poker and blackjack, they're bringing Vegas to you. Missing the NFL? No problem. BetOnline has live daily Madden NFL's 20 simulations you can bet on. You can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. All open 24 hours a day and all online. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to join today and receive your new welcome bonus. BetOnline, your online wagering solution. Guys, looking to last longer and go a few extra rounds? Get to BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com has the first ever chewable that brings your performance in the bedroom to another level. They've got the same active ingredients that are in Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. And since they're chewable, they work faster. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Plus, you don't need to go to the doctor's office or spend time waiting in the pharmacy line. Blue Chew's online physician is free of cost, and once approved, your order ships straight to your door in a discreet package. Here's a great deal for you guys. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code BLUEWIRE. Just pay $5 shipping, again, B-L-U-E-CHEW.COM, promo code BLUEWIRE. Uh, I think timer is worth like visiting and just exper maybe at an experimental at a tournament, but then who's going to be the TO to do that? Like you said, uh, but I, I don't, don't experiment with a timer based on online results. That's my, that's my yeah. little, uh, tidbit. Okay. Well, we'll, uh, I guess we'll, we'll figure out, you know, later. So, uh, we got more time. I mean, we got more stuff going on. Uh, this, what is it? Th is it this weekend? Is the quarantine, uh, Series this I weekend. think so. I'm gonna double check real quick. I want to say I know. Yes. I know the random one is popping, and I want to know if that's that's happening this weekend or not. What I, know, I, I want to. I want to commentate that. Yeah, I mean, I think it'd be really fun. I mean, people were actually talking about um wanting to add additional rules where you can like ban certain characters or whatever, kind of like League of Legends. But like, nah, just just let it rock. I want it to. I want it to rock, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is May thirtieth. No, it is not this week. Jeez. Okay, yeah, that's anything going on this weekend? Uh, not that I've seen. Uh, I assumed it was this. Uh, 
Yeah, like I, I don't think there's anything happening this weekend. We, I mean, it's kind of strange because we've had something going on every weekend. Like last weekend was uh, multiple tournaments. Actually, it was the box yeah, and uh, the charity I need tournament. A payday? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> we're we're doing a new, we're doing a New York City local tomorrow. That's a uh, invitational. Their mm. OSNYC is throwing a thousand dollars into the pot, and uh, people like Anti is entering, Venia is entering, Debuzz, Mystery. So uh, Leon should should be a good time. Yeah, it sounds like a good time. I mean, I guess I'll watch it, though. But yeah, let's go ahead and move over to our uh, our Q&A. And we had a quick quarantine update, which is basically like, how are you doing? And we already answered at the beginning of the of the time. I'm, I'm still, you know, quarantined up. Haven't really been leaving the house. Order a lot of food, all that good stuff. Uh, the jobs are still coming in. We're still uh, pretty nice on subs. But I'm trying to get to 1,000 now. So uh, currently, I'm at like 740-something. We were at like 8-something, but then like we, like, uh, got the decay starting to hit, so I'm a little shook, but hopefully the decay doesn't hit too hard, and I'm able to get back to a good number or get to a thousand at least once, mm. uh, kind of semi organically. So, yeah, that's what's important. Now, you know, you don't focus so much on the numbers, but just like you know, the growth of the channel. I don't know how to, how to, what I'm saying. Just uh, I mean, I get you. the growth yeah, of the channel yeah. is nice on that. Bless, you know, I've been playing a bunch of, you know, I was playing custom robo last uh, this week. Bro, uh, I've never played that. that. I was yeah, watching nope. you play. That game is sick. Game sick, yeah. So, um, but yeah, man, let's go ahead and uh, keep it moving. Let's get into our Twitter, Twitter questions. Coming up first is obviously our our main man, Soccer Rumil Patel, coming through, and he's saying, uh, as commentators, it's evident that uh, keeping the audience entertained and focused during the matches is the key to being a great commentator. How do you keep your audience entertained when the games are either slow or not enjoyable to watch from even your point of view? Love the show, by the way. Big thanks. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but like whenever I'm watching a match and it's I know it's gonna be boring, I'll just start making jokes about like dumb I'll make jokes that like the chat can relate to. So it's like I'll uh I'll shift focus on stuff. Like I'll be watching a match, but I'll be like, Oh, have you ever noticed that the tree in the background of uh of like, you know, battlefield is uh straight withered away? Like is that withered away just like my thoughts on this game and stuff like stuff like that. <laughs> and you know, people laugh and all that good stuff. So it keeps people inter- entertained in a way where they can like laugh at a couple jokes while watching this boring match. But if something exciting does happen, I will definitely swap back to the match to talk about it. It's just more often than not, if it's like a Sonic ditto or if it's Sonic versus like Ganon and the Sonic is committing to running away from the Ganon the entire time, then yeah, it's probably not going to be that fun to talk, talk about. Mm. Yeah. Uh, kind of the same. Uh, I, I, I don't make as much jokes during that stuff. I, I mostly just try to like focus on like the intricacies of what's happening, but I get that like when it is just, a character running away it can be tough but I, I don't know if you if you love the game enough you'll find a way i i think that i think that's what it comes down to like even the most boring matches you can find entertainment value somewhere in there whether it is through jokes whether it is through wow that was a really good evasive maneuver or what have you like i think I, it just comes down to the love of the game i think as a commentator commentating a game you don't have your heart in can be really tough um unless the matches are exciting like 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 uh back when i commentated overwatch for a very brief moment uh when the matches were exciting it was really fun but my heart wasn't in that game so when the matches were slow based i was literally falling apart i was just like this is atrocious to watch so it's all about just loving what you do and loving the game that you commentate yeah um was that cactus coming through and he said what's your opinion on the nc smash scene uh seeing as you interacted with it before uh, that's probably like a me only question, but uh, NC Smash is cool. I mean, I, I I was going to a lot of the locals 
uh, here in Fayetteville, the stop button locals for a little bit whenever I was in town. And I would win doubles with Sam. And then I would just hang out with the boys. Because, I mean, I, you know, people are pretty cool here. There's, only, there's like two people I don't like. Uh, that's every scene. They, but that's like every scene. Yeah, there's like two people yeah. I don't like. And uh, it's only because, like, I feel like they were doing that thing where uh, they were putting too much stake and, like, you know, playing me as if beating me was, like, a thing. And it would be like, we're at a, we're at a gamer bar, right? So I'm going to go drink, and then I'm going to have fun playing Smash. But those two people, like, they beat me a couple times, and then they would be like, oh, man, I can't believe I beat TK Breezy, bro. And I'm like, bro, first of all, I'm drunk. Second, I'm not even that nice. And then when we play in tournament, though, I beat them every time. So, like, it's just annoying to deal with. Like, sometimes I just want to be a nobody and, and enjoy friendlies and win or lose, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I can't do that anymore because there's too much – there's there's this clout on my name for not even for playing – but people will still take that and apply it to playing when they're playing against me. So people, it is what need, it is. people need things to latch on to, you know, like uh, yeah. a lot of people don't have, you know, they're just like their average smasher. They don't, ha- they're not trying to like get big into esports or get big into something. They just want to you know, live their life. And that's totally cool. So when something exciting happens, like, Hey, I beat celebrity, you know, that's also a thing, you know, like if someone imagine if like, um, I, I, I don't know, like, like so- someone big just came into smash started started playing like like critical if critical was playing you know and someone beat them in a friendly like they would be bragging about that even though he's like not really a competitive player whatsoever but you know the fact that they beat him so it's uh yeah they got they want something to latch on to and it sucks but i i get i can get why they think that way i mean i i, I don't if you feel accomplished for beating me in good shit most people you should feel some type of accomplishment because a lot of people will still lose to me but like don't say it like I'm, you know, fucking zero, like zero or Leo. Like I'm just bro. I beat TK Breezy. Like there's I'm no tweet nice. to come out about that and, and whatever, whatever. Like I, I, I can still potentially go two two in every tournament that I ever enter. So, you know, I don't know, man. Shit is weird. Anyway, <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, we got uh, the backup ant saying, from your experience, what's the best major tournament to go to for Smash? uh if it's east coast it's smash con if it's west coast it's genesis that's a good answer that's a really good answer yeah i um yeah uh i think for, for the first if it's your first tournament ever i think smash con is fantastic because mm-hmm. once you at smash con once you go zero two one two whatever like there's so much more to do it's a convention yeah. like you, you can go buy stuff you can go check out they, they have like panels they have uh tons of spectator stuff they have an arcade like they do like the what my one of my favorite things about SmashCon is like the sixty four combo contest now, like there's tons yeah. of like just random crap happening and it's just a really cool venue to be at. I definitely suggest that as their first major tournament that you want to travel to. If you had to only pick one, if you could only go to one, I would choose SmashCon. Yeah. Um. What is this? Uh. Okay, and then uh, we got Adam Daniel. Uh, saying who are the most underrated players and underrated characters in Ultimate? That's dope. Um, that's that's dope, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not answering that. That's, that's I, think, I think. I think. I think it's Osti. I think Osti La Vista is the most underrated player of all time. His crumb is nice. Oh shit. Uh, he took a game off of Nairo in a friendly once after he lost 40 games in a row. I think he's the next one. I think he's next. Coming that's up. Dope. That's a dope team. He anyway, beat his Pac-Man. He beat his Pac-Man, bro. Moving on. Like, <laughs> Kofefe SSB says, with the upcoming character quarantine series, or random character quarantine series, what are your thoughts 
on only unlocking specific characters to gain an advantage when picking random. It seems really unfair and hard to detect. The players can still remove essentially half the roster without being caught. Uh, I feel like most people have unlocked everyone by now, or at least like a large amount of the roster. Um, I forgot that was a thing. So I don't know if that would happen. I don't know if that, that would be an issue. But if someone was going that hard, they'd probably still lose anyway. It wouldn't be someone who is who is good right now. Like, that's a, I need every advantage I can get and still lose to Nairo's random. Like, that's what that is. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, that person might be able to claim one or two more spots than usual, but I don't think they're going to win the tournament off that. Yeah, um, I, I'm not sure that would actually ever, uh, how, how would they, how would they even get away with that? I mean, who, you, you have random, so you just, you put the question, as long as the question mark shows up when you, uh, when you queue up, no one knows how many characters you have. Oh, I guess that's that's true. Yeah. Dang. Oh, oh frick. Like that's a good strategy, dude. I didn't even think yeah, about that. You have to buy you have to erase your whole all your data to restart though and do that. Or use so, a different yeah. profile. Yeah, I mean if you want to go that hard, do it, bro. Like Bro, I mean, I'm about to All right. Well <laughs> enjoy, enjoy. You know, enjoy trying to you're still gonna bro, I got Kirby all three times. Bro. I'm a, you're still gonna get everything that you don't want. It's gonna be like you're gonna get like Samus, Kirby, and like Jigs, and you're gonna be like, I don't want to play these characters. I was trying to just play Shulk. Nope, 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 nope. Not happening. Rip. Whatever. Well, I don't think that's gonna happen, but it is possible, I guess. Uh, I don't know who is who's it's, gonna go so like that crazy it, for it. It's an online tournament. Come on, man. Why are we going not, this crazy for online? It's an online tournament, and it's also an invitational, so they're only inviting select people, and I believe those select people will also be streaming. So people will see their character select screen, you know? Again, you don't have to see the character select screen. Uh, as long as it's already picked, you never have to go back to the character select screen again. So, I mean, there are, there are ways. I just, that is, that's too much commitment for me. Anyway, uh, moving on, we got Jordan jo- Jones Brewster saying, what's the best sandwich? Uh, chicken, bacon, ranch. You answered that really quickly. I got, I got to, like, digest this. Just like that sandwich. Um... <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, like sandwiches. I had a really good chicken cutlet sandwich the other day from uh, the, the local deli. Delis in New York are hella nice. It's one of the best things about the city is uh, going to a deli and getting a nice sandwich. I, I usually get chicken cutlet. I, I might, I might just say that just because it was the most relevant thing right now. But my answer might change tomorrow. I'm very fickle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Horse Pipe Junior says. Uh, with so many top players popping off on streams lately, getting a crazy amount of viewers and subs, do you see them going to fewer o- offline events in the future in order to keep streaming and growing their brands? Uh, yes. Nah, it depends really? on who it is. It depends on who it is. Like, it depends on what you mean by fewer too. Like, they may not go to everyone that is around. They may not, they may start going to their locals instead to stream, but they're not gonna miss stuff like Genesis. They're not gonna miss stuff like Smash. They're not gonna miss QGG uh, sagas and stuff like that. But uh, I can see them taking more breaks. Nairo does that himself. I mean, he, even before he was, you know, up to, I think, 10K now, he was already doing that where he just kind of would skip certain tournaments to just kind of stream that weekend, and it would work out for him. Um, most people are going up. Like, even I'm going up, but I'm, I'm not taking this as, oh, I'm a streamer now. I think what the reason why everyone's going up is because everyone is stuck at home. So this is their biggest form of entertainment is watching their favorite streamers or their favorite commentators, their favorite players, and their favorite streamers uh, play. So you and, and and you get to learn more about their personality as well. Um, 
by being in their streams and seeing what else they're doing if they're not just playing Smash. I mean, I know a lot of, of them are just playing Smash, but I've been playing. I played Apex last night. Uh, I played Custom Robo today or yesterday. I played Smash today. I've been all over the place and, uh, you know, let people kind of just hang out. So um, once this is over, I don't know what's going to happen with these sub numbers. I don't know if people are going to be like, well, now I have tournaments again, you know. I don't really watch the stream as much, or they're going to stay because they enjoy the community. I hope that's what happens for most people, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's it's a hard question to answer. I think some players are probably itching to get back to tournaments, and some players may actually feel like they really do like streaming, and they'll just stay streaming. Yeah, it's uh, another thing that comes down to is, like like TK said, they're not going to miss the big plays, the big tournaments, because that's a way to keep to increase your brand, is doing well at a huge tournament. So that yep. would that that'll give you free Twitch numbers no matter what. If like if if you come up and win Evo, and then you stream the next day, you're gonna get a shit ton of subs. So yeah, man, that's it, what happens with uh, that's what happens with uh, um, Mango. Whenever Mango wins, he goes up like eight K subs, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> shit is right. Shit is crazy. Like his next stream, celebration stream, everybody's resubbing. Everyone's giving tier threes. Like it's crazy out there. So yeah. the rich get richer, man. That's what that's what we see. Mm-hmm. Um. Pulling a Bravo says, "How do you? How does one go about creating a proper game plan for their main?" Uh, I think there's a couple different ways. It depends on how you want to play and if it's effective or not. But I feel like basically what you do is you find your main's best like three to four moves, and you play around those, and then you add two more moves uh, that you like. So for We Fit, best three to four moves in my opinion: uh, deep breathe, side B, uh, neutral air, and back air, uh, or not neutral air, back air. Sorry, uh, back air and F tilt. I like neutral air a lot, and I like sun salutation a lot. So you'll see those moves being put into rotation a lot for me. So basically, I want to have my deep breathe up all the time, or as much as possible. I want to threaten with my sun salutation. I want to get neutral air combos started. I want to hit back airs out of shield. And uh, I want to hit F-tilts any other time I'm not doing anything else. And uh, that right there is just like, that's my my, easy game plan. Uh, With your characters... You basically just want to find out, yeah, what works, what moves are good, or what moves that you like to use, or and what situations you like to set up, and figure out a way to set those situations up more often than not. Yeah, and uh, tacking onto that, uh, defining what makes a move good is usually something that can perform multiple roles quite well. As an example, yeah. with my character, Krom, jab, jab can literally do anything. It, it can anti-air, it can hit you. It comes out frame five, very quick move. It sets up for kills with the reverse aerial rush back air um it's safe on shield from a distance or if it's like meaty when you hit if you like throw the move out while they're in iframes you can combo that into an f smash like you you want to find the moves that can serve multiple purposes extremely well so and then yeah building around that those uh moves yeah i I pretty much agree with you game but it's always good to have good fundamentals too uh always like thinking about like why you use moves you know not just like spamming or trying to Hold forward and like push a button, like a lot of yeah. comms do. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. And then our last question uh, from Prague. Big shout out to Prague. Is top three Stevie Wonder songs? Do you even know Stevie Wonder songs? I do, man. I just, right. just had to check. I had to check. Okay. Superstitions <laughs> one. Uh. Uh. Can't remember the the name of the other ones. Like. Believe in things you don't understand. Oh, that's still superstition. Never mind. Yeah, damn, that's that's actually hitting. Is isn't she lovely? It's number two for me. And 
you can feel it over that one. That's my shit. Those are my those are my top three. Can't remember the, the actual uh name of it. Those are my those are my three. Um I actually haven't listened to too much of him. I obviously know who he is. I love Isn't She Lovely? Mm-hmm. Uh really really I just I remember I was exposed to that song actually because I, I back when I was like in high school I watched a, an episode of Scrubs if you remember that freaking show and that mm-hmm. one of those that, that was like a very prominent song within the episode so I like looked it up and I ended up ha- by you know getting that on there but I, I haven't listened to too much of his stuff but like if I hear it like I'll recognize it you know mm-hmm. so yeah isn't she lovely right. and then that's my top three right there <laughs> all right well, there you go, boys. Uh, Offie does not listen to black music. All right, look, we're going to go ahead and end Hello? <laughs> All right, bro. Anyway, thanks for watching Hard Reads once again. Uh, I am uh, TK Breeze. That is Austin. And, uh, well, this will go on on YouTube. This will go on um, uh, Spotify. This will go on Apple Podcasts. All of that great stuff. So definitely um, keep up with that. Um... Well, obviously, I'm going to be doing more talk shows right after this. So if you want to keep up with what I'm doing after this, make sure you watch Blast Zone and Real Talk. We'll talk to TK Breezy is when I, TK Breezy, talk to you about whatever the fuck you want. So come through at 9 for that. Uh, but until then, uh, make sure you keep it locked. Hit a follow button. Hit the follow button here on Prediction Esports. Hit a sub if you really like the content. And uh, have a good night. We'll see you next time. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran. Marvelous Marvin Hagler and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.